0: Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome to value the podcast. Uh, This is your host, Hakeem Vallis. I just wanted to set the framework to what this show is going to be like. Um, Essentially going to culminate different speeches that I've done. um, Certain parts of those speeches, mainly the Q&A parts. Going to be different clips from when I was a guest on different podcasts. Different interviews that I've done as the host of several podcasts different meetings with other professional athletes, um, other business people, entertainers, anything of that nature. And sometimes in random occasions, just some of my thoughts. I know right now as a nation, as a world, we're going through wild times with the coronavirus pandemic. Just wanted to wish the best health to everyone out there um, as these are super, super crazy times that we're all trying to navigate through. Hope you guys like the show, and if you got any questions, anything of that sort, feel free to reach out, DM anything of that sort to uh, get those questions answered. Hope you guys enjoy. This episode is from a clip from the Broad Street Brokers podcast with Ty Martin, where Hakim talks about his experience in real estate, cannabis, and playing in the NFL. Enjoy. How many doors total?
1: Would you say that? You Thirteen. Yeah, yeah. When I said that like it was gonna be an estimate, like yeah. you do know. Like, uh-huh. know. Um, and what's your strategy moving forward?
2: Right now, our strategy moving forward is actually focusing solely on the capital raising side and partnering with experienced operators in the markets we want to focus on. So residential? Yeah, multifamily, 50-plus doors, um, like properties, and uh, just solely partnering up with those different operators and deploying that capital on that side of it. that's kind of my strategy on the investment side and then I told you a little bit about my media company I just founded on like the I would love for you side. Yeah, please dive into um, it. Um, so I just founded a, a company called Perspective Global Media and essentially we're an agency and our clients are small businesses and real estate professionals. So if you're a you know a broker, an agent, an investor, a mortgage broker, kinda of same exact type of thing. We come in and help, one, help you scale your content strategy, so help you come up with the ideas on getting to, the, getting to a place where you can be posting, if you wanted to, five to 10 pieces of content a day, and us handling the backend post-production of that content. Right. So you essentially just having a folder of content to choose from on a daily basis, but helping you obviously on your day to day on things you need to be doing to actually have a consistent, you know, flow of content coming in.
1: On that, yeah, it's, on it's that one sense. of the hardest pieces of the business, right? Absolutely. I said to you on the phone, but focusing on you know whatever your to-do list is that day, content sometimes gets forgotten about. It's,
2: it's it and it should be flipped in terms of that should be top of mind, right? And it's it's hard to put that in that. It's hard to put content in that bucket in terms right. of top of mind, non-negotiables, things that need to be, get done. But um, that's kind of where we come in and help because it's just boom, you just. Kind of go to your folder and post it. Exactly, and
1: you need it. It's a competitive fucking business. Whether you're Absolutely. sitting in the commercial space like me, or you're out trying to sell homes in Philly, like it doesn't matter really what market you're in. It's competitive. It's competitive,
2: and the internet is squeezing everybody out. Yeah, uh, the middle with obviously Zillow and Amazon now getting into the game as well. Um, I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, I don't know which company they bought, but they just bought. A, I want to say I want to say it was a commercial brokerage, but I'm not. Don't quote me on that. Amazons in the game now. and then they're going to get into the title game they're going to get into the mortgage game and if you're not a mortgage broker or a title company or a commercial broker or a, a residential broker who's built their brand enough what's going to make you know Johnny X go to you over going to Amazon when he already does everything and allegedly Amazon is also, for the people who go with them, they're gonna give you like a $5,000 credit to shop. Like, oh on oh my
1: shop. god, man. How do you
2: compete with that? The only way to compete with that is brand.
1: Yeah.
2: And that's kind of where I see the, I see the vulnerability of what everyone's doing, okay. and I'm just trying to essentially help.
1: Wow, I did not realize that. I just blew my mind. Yeah. Sometimes we every day, right? Yeah.
2: And I mean you saw how fast these last ten years have gone, fifteen years have gone in terms of technology. It's only gonna go faster, if you know what I mean.
1: That's going Wow. Uh, so what, what I didn't mean to get dark. No, right, no, right, no, no I'm that's just, I'm just keeping it real and that's
2: kinda what that's that's just, that's what I'm working on.
1: A lot of people in the industry listen to this show, especially in this market, so that's a great you know, I don't even want to say plug because it's more of a necessity piece where you guys come in and add value. So that's awesome. Um, so what else besides the media company, real estate, what else are you working
2: on? Um, so I'm also in the cannabis space as well, but more on the real estate side of the okay. cannabis space. Um, so in Michigan we own 40 acres and we have the capacity to put 42, 20,000 square foot warehouses on the land. And the, we're in the process right now with developing out our first 20,000 square foot warehouse um, with a company we partnered with out of Denver. That's awesome. So, yeah, so that's kind of, that's been really exciting kind of, being on the real estate side and having the leverage um, from that angle has really, really helped it's been a it's been a really cool process and now navigating through the future and trying to figure out other, you know, cannabis opportunities but also leveraging the real estate side of it as well.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's exciting. I remember I mean, I guess it was only a year ago that bill passed,
2: right? Yeah, and in Michigan, yeah, it was November of Yeah, yeah it was exactly, like a year. Exactly a year ago. I just remember
1: watching the news out there, and everyone was going. Yeah, we bought it. We
2: bought the land in anticipation for it. So we bought it in April of 2018 for like, we bought, we bought it for a half a million, right. knowing that, okay, when it goes wrecked, the, the value's gonna spike. And when it went wrecked, we got an offer for seven million. Yeah, so instead of cashing out, well, you know, right. we decided that we're gonna develop this thing now and make it happen, so. That's so, awesome. So that's kind of where we're at with
1: that. So, as far as your, we're jumping around, but I don't really care. <laughs> as far as your uh, your residential units, as you guys are starting to build those out, yeah. you're interested obviously in this market. We've talked about New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Any other markets specifically? And if you don't want to share them No, it's, it's cool, stuff, yeah, no, I don't
2: care. It's competition brings out the best in us. Right. But I'm also a collaborator over a competitor, so I would okay. to collaborate. Um, but I, I really like Phoenix, yeah. I like Kansas City. I like uh, Central Florida, yeah. Orlando Tampa stretch. Yeah. Um,
1: all what? football cities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs>
2: um, I like um, Baltimore a little bit, but it's obviously very risky in that sense. Um, but that's kind of really it. I'm not trying to go too crazy in that sense in terms of the markets that we're now focused on deploying a lot more capital. Right. Um, we're trying to obviously we just want to we want to hit a bunch of base hits. We're not trying to get these crazy home run deals and things like that, but make it make it be the right deals because obviously where we are in the market, it can't just be like you can't just park money in any deal right now because you don't know what can happen over the next you know eighteen to twenty four months. Yeah, and it's
1: sense. it's uh, obviously I guess on the verge every day. Like that's one thing about being newer to the business. There's such a high right now, mm-hmm. and. I constantly think about it. There's always, like, you know, being an entrepreneur or being in sales, it's always in the back of your head. So is, is that kind of, even as you guys start to evaluate deals, going, eh? Yeah, and that's honestly,
2: it's also a reason why, it's a, one reason why I'm starting this media company as well, um, I think, because it's also, um, I'm representing small businesses on okay. top of that. And I think, one, from a liquidity standpoint, it's good to be liquid when the market kind of Turns because I, when the market turns, investors are either going to really want to invest with you, or they're just going to be so scared because they have their money tied up in other things that kind of went wrong. So they're probably not going to be deploying capital with you. Yeah, and lenders aren't going to be lending in that sense. So if you're going to be real with it, you need to have a solid amount of liquid liquid capital yourself. Right. Um, so it's a, it's a it's a it's another it's kind of a strategic thing on the, the media company side of things. And you're basically
1: hedging. I mean, in a way, you're working at that, but you're basically hedging just in case something happens, and obviously I'm gonna it. cut you off, but, yeah. No, you're good. Um, no, that's awesome. So, I guess, are we good on time? Yeah, yeah. I'm good. I just wanna make sure. I'm good. Um, Cause I do, wanna, I do wanna talk about football a little bit more, but. I probably, Bro, let us, let us look. Look. Yeah. So, and we, we chopped this whole thing up, so you'll see. Uh, it won't be like one, I guess, take through. anyway, so, tell me about the moment you got the call, and you went, holy shit, I'm going to the NFL. This is happening. Go to the NFL, tell me about that, that moment.
2: So, it was kind of like, so actually in the seventh round, the Redskins were about to draft me. Okay. Like, my agent calls me and was like, the Redskins are thinking about drafting me. You he haven't heard nothing from them prior. I don't think they came to any of my workouts, anything. And, But Jordan Reed had just gotten paid a whole bunch of money and it was yeah. just like, it's not really an ideal situation because I'm not going to probably play and or ever get a chance to play because they've got all this money in yeah. this guy's head. And look, I already had, I had just worked out for the Cardinals the week of the draft. Okay. And I had been on the phone with them and like they were talking to me like going into the seventh round. like They called and were like, look, they called in the, they called in the, what did they call? maybe fifth round or something like that, and we're like, we're going to, uh, it's, it's between you and a, and a guy on defense on, on who we're taking. I want you, a couple other guys want the defensive guys, so we don't know what's going to happen. I'll let you know before it happens. And it's like two picks away. He calls me again. He's like, i oh like, shit, I'm about to get drafted. He's like, we're going to go uh, defense. On, oh, you know? shit. So, all right, cool. So, but we want you, as soon as the draft ends, we want to sign you as a, you know, a preferred priority free agent, whatever, whatever. And I was like, cool. And I was like because 'cause I'm like, I wanna go there, they have a plan for me, blah, 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 blah. All right. And that was when the Redskins call had come and I was just like, Oh man, if I go to Redskins, like I'm just setting myself up to get cut, blah blah blah. And uh Redskins didn't go on me. And as soon as the draft ended, they called, Cardinals called, boom, and it was it was unreal.
1: So this might be a weird question, but the Redskins call your agent, right? Or you directly?
2: The Redskins called my agent. Then my
1: agent called me. And do you have that conversation, that very real conversation? I mean, you're in the seventh round at this point. Do you go, all right, like you said, you might be setting yourself up, but can you basically say like, I don't know how to explain this, but like this might not be ideal for me?
2: Yeah, no, I I, I had that clear, I, I, was, I was audible about it. Like I remember watching the Redskins draft, like I hope I don't come up on the board. And.
1: Does your you know agent go relay that back to them or
2: to the Redskins? No. Okay, you would never to the Redskins. No, you're not gonna say no to an opportunity, but just more like I'd rather go to the Cardinals in that sense. I mean if you go Seventh round, you get a nice little sign bonus it wouldn't have been too bad in that sense. (laughs) Uh, That's in real estate. Yeah, right?
1: That's that that makes sense. So how many years were you with uh, the Cardinals?
2: was with the Cardinals for a year and a half, and then the Lions for about a year and a half, and then okay. the Giants for six weeks. Gotcha.
1: So, of all the people you played with in the NFL, who would you say is the one person that made the biggest impact on you? You've probably been asked that question before. Oh, play. man. The
2: biggest impact. Could be football, or oh, I would say a divine impact. Could be um, really, in any
1: way. Man. I asked him a question he never got asked. Or at least wasn't ready to answer. I never got asked that question.
2: I'm just trying to... Because there's a a lot of people in terms of the the your and doors. I'd probably say Darren Fells. Okay. Because me and Darren was my... Like, when I got to Arizona, he was in Arizona with me. And when I got to Detroit, he was in Detroit with me. Like, our families did Thanksgiving together. Like, he's... That's, like, big bro to me. Um, He's balling right now, which is awesome for Houston. But he, he... I mean, right... Me and Fells would have a, con- like, our whole day would just be one long conversation. <laughs> it was kind of cool. Right. Um, you know, he was, you know, in Arizona, he was kind of just teaching me everything in that sense because I was kind of his backup. I was kind of his backup and Jermaine Gresham's backup right. whenever one of them got tired and, or you know, it was all three of us on the field. Right. Um, so that was awesome. And then, the sec- like, right after the season ended, he went to Detroit. And I was still in Arizona right. And then after camp Ended I got cut Cut from Arizona and went straight to Detroit So that was awesome getting to <coughs> That first like Two weeks in Detroit I, was, I stayed at, I stay at his house But I was at his house from Going home from the facility to like 11 o'clock at night Trying to learn the playbook Things like that And then in the facility all day I mean, we, literally, we literally talked all day And like that was that's, That is my guy
1: that's awesome. So yeah. How hard is you just t- touch on it, how hard is it to learn an NFL playbook? I mean I only played oh, until high school so I can't even <coughs> college playbook. It's playbook. It's playbook. one of the wildest
2: things ever. Put it this like, I don't remember how I don't even remember how easy it was to remember a college playbook because it doesn't even compare. Yeah. Not even kinda of close. Like not even kind of close. Right. Like it's it's a lot. Because there's not only th- not only that, there's also so much pressure for it. You mess up at practice in college, you just mess up at practice. You mess up at practice in the NFL. Like you're, there's so much riding on. You got to yeah. practice like it's a game in terms of stress and anxiety levels. And oh. That adds to the forgetting plays, <laughs> yeah. and forgetting things. So there's a lot. I mean, it's it takes. That's that's a big. Differentiator in terms of people who can play and can't play. Really? Oh my gosh! Yeah. just there's it's, it's there's guys who are you know undrafted late round picks but like are ten times more athletic than people, but cannot under can't get a playbook down. Because it's that it's it's that much. Because like when you're in college, you don't really have to understand defenses like that. No. But when I, you're in the NFL, you need to understand like. One play is four different plays depending on what the defense is, and if you can't read that defense, and you don't do the play right. Then you're screwed, and you're screwing the play. And if you're not, if you're not on, if you're not on top of everything, meaning this one play has four different versions of it depending on what the defense is. But then as soon as you got to the line, the quarterback saw something, and he changed the play. <laughs> but the play he changed it to has five different versions of it. And if he points this one person, then now you've got a different route or if that, it's, that it's but all that happens in the six to seven seconds yeah. before the snap happens. at the line. And if you can't think that fast, and if you can't be calm under all that pressure, and then you, that, that's, that's why most people can't play in the NFL.
1: That's truly fascinating. I think that a lot of people, a lot of football fans especially, love to dumb it down, oh, this
2: guy can't, like, you know Most I mean? people think linemen suck, honestly, some quarterbacks suck, in the terms of if the quarterback needs to point the defense the right way, needs to point the line to go the right way, because he needs to read the blitz, and the, the, the linebackers outsmarted him pre-snap with their little fakes, yeah. he thought that guy was going to blitz, but then that guy blitz, he had that guard try and block that guy, which now meant the tackle, guard, center, all blocked down, which let that outside linebacker be free, yep. and now he gets killed. But now on TV, the guy thinks the right tackle just missed that block. And in reality, the quarterback missed the wrong point.
1: It must be so frustrating for you to watch, especially if you have friends still in the league and you watch like a commentator or people you're with like get on someone when you're like, "No, it wasn't his fault." Yeah, it's, 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 oh. well, that's
2: you see it every day. So it's it's seen it, it's 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 people don't understand it. That's, people don't understand. I realize how much people don't understand football when Deshaun, Jack, Deshaun Watson for like two weeks straight was breaking down the defense, yeah. and it was the most vanilla, plain breakdown of a defense, <laughs> but I, I didn't realize that most people don't understand coverages, fronts, shifts, how, what he's looking at, why something changes, exactly why he threw a pick, because this guy did that. Twitter like, went bonkers over that. Twitter's went bonkers when your average backup lineman <laughs> could, do, could literally do the same exact thing. Yeah. And that's why I was just like, wow, that people don't, people don't, there's just a disconnect.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess it's like any job, right? It's like sitting in a, you know, financial 100%. advisor, you exactly. millions of dollars and you try to understand his job, I guess. Right? Exactly. So today, how much football would you say you consume? Are you a on couch watch all day on no, Sunday?
2: No, like, yeah. I wish I could. But I'm just—I'm not wired that way right. to to relax that much. Sometimes I will. If I—I—I I, got to watch the Eagles. I didn't get to watch the whole game yesterday. Um,
1: <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah, I know. Seriously,
2: man. But I, I was—I soon like I, I was—I was going to visit Tucci, and when I got—he was so upset the whole night, like just like he was just like, bro, bro it's wrong. Like it's just randomly, he <laughs> just say sorry. that. I am like, like, Eagles, man. Um, but I, I try and watch the Eagles and I still like to watch the Lions a lot. Yeah. Um, so I that those are the games I, I like to try and watch, but I'm not if I'm watching and I'm at home I'm probably doing something as well, like in terms of work. Right. In terms of uh honestly it could be editing a piece of content, it could be putting subtitles on a piece of content, it could be doing phone calls, yeah. but I I it's hard for me to just I'm going to go to the bar and watch games all day, or I'm going to just yep. sit on the couch and watch games all day. It's
1: my just, favorite time to send emails. Is when yeah. like, red zones on in the background. I'm just getting ready for the week. I think that's the, the best time if you're in sales to, like, get some emails out. That's real. You know? Um, out of curiosity, just because you're local, did you ever play in Philly when you were in the league? No, man. That would have been, like, the Super Bowl to me. Right? I never got to. You play against Philly at all? Oh
2: nope. No, no way. I got cut before the the season I was playing... Year. Cardinals, my second year on the Cardinals, we were playing, we were going to play the Eagles in Philly that year. Oh, before man. Before the London trip. So Wait. London I'm trying to think. That would have been 20, uh s- no. Nah.
1: That would have been 20, that would have been 2017. Two okay. I do I thought
2: the guys was like that.
1: Okay. But anyway. Um, so all right. We've talked about basically everything in your life, right? I want <laughs> because this is the most important piece for me, at least, hosting this show. You know, you have people that are young entrepreneurs or people that are finishing up school, whether it's high school, college, they're getting ready for the next step in life. How much would you say that they should be paying attention to assets, real estate, and, and all of that side of what you spend your money on?
2: Um, I think it's critical, but I also think you know do what you love you know if you don't like if this, this not what you want to do if you want to do non-profit work the rest of your life like you really need to worry about assets or liabilities and stuff sure. like that um, but I think a lot like like people like, no, like I don't think in your 20s you should always buy you should never have a new car in your 20s like you should only buy used cars in your yeah. 20s like 150% like I, that you shouldn't you shouldn't buy a car unless you can buy it in all cash that's how I think about it. Okay. You should not have a car note. Like, there's no shot. You should be paying that much interest on a car, and like, or if you're really if you're a car guy and you're passionate about cars, like, right? I, I you know, thing. But I think being real with yourself, like, you should be able to buy a car at any moment. Not at any moment, but if you want a car, like, you should be able to buy it used. And then so then, if you need to dispose of it, you could sell it, right? And actually get some cash from it. Um, when it comes to properties and things like that, you just gotta audit what you're doing in terms of, if you live in downtown Philly paying two grand a month, that's 24 grand a year, That's going to air, which is, 13,000 is all you need for a down payment for a fourplex. Yeah. So I think audit, you gotta audit your life, audit your expenses, because like, you really need to look at how much you're spending on rent, reverse engineer that, times it by 12, and decide what you could spend that money on an investment. And that's then true. decide... How much cheaper can I live to now double that? Like, if I'm if I'm put I'm I'm leaving twenty four thousand dollars on the table in rent, and I'm living pretty luxurious. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That means okay, I'm saying twenty four on rent, which is nothing. What am I spending on food? What am I spending on Starbucks every day? Yeah. What am I spending like? Everything adds up. Is all I'm saying. And I think it's hard to slow down, and as a as a twenty year old, and spend a three hour afternoon going through every single one of your bank statements and looking at where are the consistencies happening and highlighting them in a certain color. And then now taking that and deciding, okay, coffee, I'm gonna switch my budget from X amount a year to X amount a year. On food, I'm gonna shift it to X amount a week to this amount a week. And like, this is about being intentional instead of just letting it, like, you gotta live on offense instead of defense.
1: And, you know, the first thing people say is, Hakeem, you're taking away the things I love. And what would you say to that? Because I know exactly what my response would be to that. I, I just,
2: I don't, I think, you grow up, in yes. my opinion. One, it's yes. grow up, like, it's in the sense of you can't be loving material things. And that, I mean, if you, if that's you, like, if you're a, if you're a coffee aficionado, then, like... Why don't you make your own coffee and buy your own beans and things like that instead of there? Last gonna, week. <laughs> we had
1: Saks. We Uh you uh, fine.
2: Uh, but that would be way cheaper than doing that. I think if you're going to if you if if you're if those people are saying, i you're taking away what I love. All I say is, like, don't bitch and complain. Like, right. if, if if that's what if that's what you love, don't bitch and complain that you're not where you want to be. Yep. If you're not gonna, like, if you're going, if you're not gonna bitch and complain, and you're gonna drink your coffee every day, like to each his own. Like, what do I care? Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like in the sense of if you want to be somewhere, you got you gotta sacrifice who you are for what you want to be.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people have that goal or dream, but their actions. I mean, you have to break down your day that every specific action you take, and how focused are you really on that goal? Because That's a lot of people want this and that, or have this vision, but if you're not in that every moment, or at least, you know, everyone needs a little bit of time to turn off, but call it 90, 95% of your life, you're focused on that, if you're not, I would say, you you know better than me, you're obviously older, more experienced, you don't get that, do you? That's real. Yeah. That's real. All right? All right, man, thanks so much for coming on. Oh, I'm no doubt. That. That. that was oh, awesome, bro. Yeah, seriously. So
2: you guys, you guys don't post your, um, your podcast back, like, the full version of it? We
1: don't, just because there's like, like you saw like a few times where I'll be like, ah, uh, hold on, but do you think we should? Yeah.
2: Right. Fuck it. Yeah. The raw version of it too. It lets people connect with you more. I like that. But on top of it, it's just from an art, solely from an arbitrage standpoint, because you're using most of your content as the snippets for your Instagram and all yeah. that type of stuff. That's awesome, one. But two, for like this, the angle of the best, the beauty of a podcast is the arbitrage aspect of it. Meaning, we're such about speed nowadays that because if we're about speed, we can hack things with podcasts. We can drive and listen. Mm-hmm. We can we can do our chores and listen. We can wash dishes and listen. We right. can honestly you walk talk. You can really do everything you know, and listen. But if it's on Instagram, you can't in that sense. That's and if someone actually becomes a fan of what you're doing and you're dropping, dropping, dropping like are like, you can like I'm trained to know every morning five ish to six ish. Yeah. Gary V drops his podcast every Tuesday. My spe- I, well, I listen to the speaker podcast every Tuesday. They drop their podcast. Yeah. Every Thursday, this marketing podcast I listen to. I know exactly when they're because I'm so trained because I'm waiting for their next episode. Yeah. They
1: drop we we drop the audio. The audio is on. Um, it's on Spotify and yeah, Apple, that's right? Yeah. And
2: oh, so, so yeah, the, the just full the video there. isn't. We don't do full video.
1: Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. So if the just full that's what I was wondering, yeah, if the yeah. full audio is there, I can search on Apple. Yeah, Podcast. literally Broad Street Brokers. Okay. I'd
1: appreciate it if you did. We're 100%. still trying to work up ratings and everything. Uh, but the thing for us was, like you were just saying, who's gonna sit down and open YouTube and put that video on? Like I don't know It's if, not bad
2: to do that though, it's because it's at the end of the day it's just no it's just less friction.
1: Yeah. Some people yeah. are
2: YouTube people. Some people are right. Facebook people. Some, Some other people channel, are Twitter people. Do you ever
1: post on Facebook like that? Not that long, right? You
2: should put post on, on Facebook, Facebook too. is no. big.
1: We got it. All right, that's another thing we got to talk to Jason about. Is or I guess Julianne posting on Facebook? She does, doesn't she? she the clips. She puts it on a Facebook, but not full length. I gotta pay more attention to yeah, make sure and make sure they're
2: posting it like. If you're not posting it to YouTube, right? So they're actually posting it native to each platform. Okay. You know what
1: I mean? Yeah, yeah, Like, you mean not using, like, a service that just puts them out? Like,
2: you mean you post? Definitely don't use a service to put yeah. it out. 150% don't use a service. Yeah. That'll ruin your algorithm reach on all the platforms. Okay. But don't, like, when you post on Instagram, you know you have the option to post it on Facebook, too. Yeah. When you're, don't do that. Okay, good enough. Don't, don't do that. People, it it, it, it's, it just changes your, like, post everything native to each platform, like, when you're on LinkedIn. As if it's a
1: creative piece of content for each one. Exactly, get, like, like,
2: it's its own piece of content, like, you do don't, know. and change the copy for each one, meaning, mm-hmm. copy meaning, like, the caption, like, oh, your Instagram okay. caption shouldn't be the same as your Facebook caption shouldn't be the same as your LinkedIn caption.
1: Please remember to tell all yeah, this. Because I'm sure she's doing, yeah.
2: she's going from Instagram to Please, Facebook. Please, we
1: can't forget to tell her that. Mm-hmm. We're, uh, I mean, dude, like I said to you on the phone, we're like learning, you know, right along. 100%. And, and I appreciate all this.
2: No, 100%. And then, yeah. like, you could tap into, like, I were you guys, you, 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 should, you should be tapped, like, to get more followers and listeners on your podcast, you should tap into ads, but you don't have to go too crazy on it. Yeah. Like, for example, you're a Philly brokerage and you interviewed fucking Brent Seller. Yeah. You should, if you could... I would have I would I would ask Brett if you could fifteen seconds could you make a quick video saying hey what's going on Eagles fans I'm Brent Selleck here if you're interested in real estate swipe up to check out the so and so and so podcast yeah that's I awesome. would check out my episode on the so and so podcast can we do it hundred percent of course it, you can when they swipe up it takes you right to your right to his episode in your podcast
1: yeah.
2: which is going to get you and you can target. Eagles fans who live in Philadelphia. And
1: if he records that video and we have it saved, we can do that, like the yes. whole story. Like he doesn't have to go do any of no, that. No, no, yeah, and yeah, have yeah. him do
2: it on his phone, up and down like this. Yeah, like a
1: selfie. You
2: know. Yeah, but just not like that. Mm-hmm. If you just want on the story, you want the full screen yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, video. But that swipe up ads over index. they're super, super cheap to do, in terms of like you can start testing that with five bucks a day, 10, oh, 10 really? bucks a day, like as cheap as that. Check out the numbers, okay. You're getting for five bucks a day, you're getting X amount of people, so you know if you did 500 bucks a day, you would get that times that. Yeah. And you know, okay, I can get this many subscribers because of that many. You know what I mean? Like, something like that really helps. No, that's that's awesome. and it's contextual because he's an Eagles player, you're in Philly, and when you hit them with that, when you target Eagles players, Eagles players yeah. know who Brent Selig is. There's a thing that pops up saying, Brent Selig, former yeah, 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 Philadelphia yeah. Super Bowl champion. God, it's such a good point. It's shit. It's easy and it's easy. It's yeah, it's an hour and a half YouTube video. Or just hit me up. I'll show you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Nice. Damn, some knowledge. Hell oh, yeah. That. No, yeah. that was awesome. I, I really appreciate that. No, dope. Um, and yeah, so let's talk about also. Is there anything we can do to help you besides that, Williamstown land?
2: Um, besides that, honestly, just plugs for my 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 my, my media company for okay. you know people who are trying to. Like, I, I my biggest piece of advice for everyone is to start a podcast. So, if someone leaves here and you just have them on a podcast, and to, if you're thinking about starting them, hit up my guy, team, and I'll help you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, my media company, I'll help on the back end with uh, Do you know,
1: uh, just, sorry, first person I thought of Francis, uh, it's a man, man, he, he runs a Keller Williams team in Philly called Advanced Philly. Um, he needs you because the guy. Their team does amazing work. Mm-hmm. But he just basically posts photos like in his Gucci belt. Oh, head, that, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, got yeah. enough. Oh, also, let's take a photo. Before yeah, I forget. Sure. He probably yeah. have a better iPhone than me. Can we take on yours?
2: Yeah. yeah. See, we get yeah, a nice um, on But yeah, you? no,
1: I, I need to connect you with him. I met him recently, and he, like, they need you. Because yeah. they it's do it's a good. lot of like, good work, and obviously, like residential shit, they're... Uh, yeah, res- uh,
2: especially uh, if he's a residential person. Can, we do
1: front? Can you just take it right there, man? We're gonna go in front oh, of the... In front of the, uh... Yeah, the backdrop. Nice. All right, just put it
2: for you. Thanks. Dope. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, because I'm just trying to, uh... I'm trying to build out my, I'm actually having, an, if you know anybody, I'm having an event in Burlington, New Jersey on Wednesday. Oh, really? Yeah, so a, a way to, get, uh, to capture leads for my business, I, I have.